961 BBB. I am Madison and I am so excited today because I get to talk to like a legend in the business, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. We all get excited when they come to town. They're coming to town and we got Jeff Plate on the phone right now. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I got to tell you, when my son plays drums, he started playing a couple of years ago, and his instructor put on one of your videos to show him when he started playing. And he's like, when you're really good, this is what you'll sound like. Oh, wow. And you, and you need a tractor trailer full of lights, too, to make it sound better. <laughs> that always helps, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Trans-Siberian Orchestra is one of those groups that kind of transcends all genres for you. And it wasn't your background. I mean, you were doing the rock thing. And when you walked out on stage for the first time with this group, was it a little, were you a little unsure of yourself? Uh, yes, of course. I mean, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra was, is the brainchild of Paul O'Neill, the late, great Paul O'Neill. And I mean, his idea was to create something that musically was going to cover all the bases and, and touch, you know, every music genre and also every age group, every lifestyle, every every person, you know, you could imagine putting into an arena. He wanted to entertain everybody. But the story is, I mean, the band Sabotage is really where this, this started from. And Sabotage was a progressive metal band. As most of my bandmates, you know, we all kind of came from that same uh, musical background. But Christmas Eve, Sarajevo, 1224, was a song on a Sabotage record that took off in a completely different direction. So this was... This was the vehicle that Paul O'Neill used to form the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And we had initially released our, our first TSO Christmas CD in 1996, Christmas Eve and Other Stories. The follow-up Christmas Attic was in 1998. At this time, we knew we had something musically that was really, really popular. I mean, Christmas Eve Sarajevo was a hit song during the holidays. The CDs were selling extremely well. But the idea of taking this thing on the road was the was the big mystery. There was more questions than answers, and we had to get out there and do it. And you know what? Paul believed in this thing. He he financed this. He supported. It. He pushed us out there. And and honestly, the first show I can remember like it was yesterday. It was it was nerve wracking to say the least. But from that show on, it's just been a remarkable ride. And in the uh, the reaction of the people, the fans has just been tremendous, and here we are 20 years later, and uh, everything looks great for us. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, you guys have performed live to nearly 15 million people since your first <laughs> tour in 99, sold more than 12 million CDs. Does it still give you that same rush when you walk out there? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I've, I've dreamed of doing something like this when I was a kid, and just to play music professionally was yeah. the dream, you know, but, but to walk on stage and, you know, I've been here from the first note. So our first show was basically one box truck with some lights and a fog oh, machine. Wow. And look now we have now. 20 tractor trailers of lighting and sound. And, and every day I walk on that stage, I kind of look around, you know, not at just the size of the venue that I'm in, but the size of the production that I'm a part of. And it's very humbling. It's also, you know, we're all very proud of, of what we've accomplished over these years. Not a lot of people honestly get to do their dream, what they set out to do. And you hear all the time about starving artists. Did you ever have that, that lull where you were doing something else before you got this big break? Yeah, I mean, the starving artist thing, I was always working, so I was never in a bad place. But, you know, I was playing music for free for a number of years. And, you know, honestly, it's you kind of hit a point in your life sometimes where you wonder if this is really what you should do. And in the early 90s, I kind of had one of these one of these moments but lo and behold, through some people that I knew, some friends that had hooked up with Paul O'Neill, 
got me involved in the band Sabotage. So this is, I began working for Paul O'Neill and John Oliva back in 1994. But yeah, you know, you got to pay your dues. And it makes, when you succeed, it makes all that much more rewarding. Now, what can we expect different this year? What's the new and exciting thing with this album that you're excited about? Uh, well, for this tour in particular, we're, we're presenting The Ghost of Christmas Eve, which is the story based on the, the television show we recorded back in 1999. You can find us on the Hallmark Channel all throughout the holiday season. But, but anyhow, this will be the third year that we've presented this particular story. And if you've seen TSO before, you know what we're about. The first half of our show is a story segment. second half is where we kind of pull out some fan favorites and band favorites and some really big production numbers, but the show itself is is way over the top. We we have fantastic talent on the stage, and behind the scenes is an incredible road crew that puts on an incredible show for us. So, so every year we improve on this. Every year we change things up a little bit, but if you've never seen us before, please come out and give us a try. I'm sure there's something here you can enjoy. 106 concerts in 65 cities. I hope you're eating your Wheaties. <laughs> and getting my rest, absolutely. Wednesday, December 12th, 7.30 at PNC Arena in Raleigh. If you haven't seen it before, you've got to check out the show. It is just unbelievable music. It's my go-to Christmas music every year. And thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. You bet. Take care now. We'll All right. Bye-bye.